Well, here we are at the doors to the casino where inside Herman is about to gamble away a giant scorpionock and risk all of our futures. Who are you talking to? It's just hastily written exposition. Forget I said anything. Let's go! Jeez, that was loud. Can you imagine that crap for an entire episode? I think we should just record here on this conveniently placed couch in this nice quiet hallway, as it seems unlikely that anyone else will pass through in the next 16 to 17 minutes. God, this show has horrible writing. Autobots transform! Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 26 of Transformers Energon. It is ripped up space. This episode was written by Akira Okea, and the last time on Transformers Energon, Kicker's dad sent all of the Energon to Unicron and Optimus Prime died, but then immediately came back to life because he's never going to die. This is Transformers. And in this episode, we watched the last 30 seconds of Kicker shooting off his mouth from the last episode. Yep, and now Kicker says now that Unicron's head is back on his body, even though it's attached to the side of his body and rather than on his shoulders, who knows what will happen? And Scorponok says there's only one thing left to do, defeat Megatron. Like. That's the whole plan. <laughs> yeah, that's been the last, I don't know, five, six episodes. Uh, but Megatron, speaking of him, is on his throne with all his uh, tentacles in him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll get you Alpha Q. Yeah, this is the thanks I get for bringing Unicron back to life. Well, he helped, I guess. But now nah, the Autobots are here and they put the guns on him. But because they're idiots, they just stand there instead of shooting. Megatron just shuts the door on them. Yeah, and then I, like a bunch of green energy, I guess... They call it Energon, but I thought the Energon was red. So is it, is it bad guy Energon? Yeah, it's kind of like in Star Wars where the Empire's lasers and things are green and the other guys are red. Or, I've or, or the know. Jedi have one color and the Sith have another. Okay, you know, yeah, that's fair. And, and you know what? The Transformers has a history of like uh, good guy eyes are blue, bad guy eyes are red. Yeah. Anyway, um, we we then go, we go to a Shockwave who... Um, okay, we actually we go to Optimus who's like lost his... Um, arm other arms now he's in regular mode walking down a hallway and shock or um shockwave shows up and starts to attack him yeah he's gonna bash optimus's brains in because that'll show megatron but then mirage blasts him and he could have blasted optimus instead of shockwave but you know getting back to that common goals thing but then starscream appears and optimus tells him he has to stop megatron and starscream's like even if megatron did release all the energon or whatever it is he's doing why would I disobey him? If that's what he wants, that's what he gets. Like, don't ask questions. Yeah, what made Optimus think that Starscream would listen to him, at least in this series? But Yeah, in this one, Starscream's his most loyal soldier. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, we, we then we go off, er, we go back to Alpha Q, and he's upset that Megatron's going to destroy Unicron for reasons. Um, and he's yelling at Megatron, and Megatron's yelling at, um, at him. And Kicker's somehow just listening to all of this on the deck of the Miranda, too. Yep, and he has had it up to here with them listening to them they're driving them nuts and the autobots managed to break through the door but where megatron was but megatron is gone and back with optimus starscream takes a swing at him but now wingding is here he gets between them yeah he shows up he really this is his introduction and he's like hey i'm wing saber you know new transformer it's kind of ironic herman's on the other side of those doors and we're introducing a new transformer without him yeah he'd be like hey i'm herman cocaine cocaine new transformer uh, something methamphetamines <laughs> that doesn't sound anything like him 
Yeah, I, I do a real bad Herman. But uh, yeah, now his name is Wing Saber, I guess, which I guarantee they spell S-A-B-E-R, but it doesn't matter because I'm still calling him Wingding. So am I. Uh, and th- yeah, he arrives and he and Optimus talk for, you know, 87 minutes. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, the Decepticons <laughs> just stand there watching them do this. <laughs> And Optimus is like, you're alive? It's like, dude, you ordered yes. Rad to heal him. <laughs> I guess he didn't have a lot of faith in Rad's skills. <laughs> I, I specifically ordered Rad to heal you because I thought it would kill you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, now Wingding splits into four pieces and he and Optimus form super thing, I guess. And I'm surprised Optimus doesn't say Wingding combined four <laughs> times. He just says it once, but it shows all <laughs> four pieces great. individually. Yeah, uh, I, I do kind of like this, um, because when he said, hey, we should power link, I was expecting another top half, bottom half thing. But yeah, uh, Wingding basically quarters himself yes. and becomes the arms and legs of Optimus. It, it was kind of cool. It was a neat new look for Optimus. Um, and then Optimus, whatever this version is called, does his bajillion lasers out of his fingers and toes trick. Yeah, he does that attack and he flies off. And now we're back with Ironhide and Scorponok, who are climbing out of a pit, even though Scorponok can transfer into a vehicle that flies and back with the Autobots super thing flies in and immediately Rodimus is like what's your rank and serial number or yeah. name and rank and then oh it's you Optimus and it's worth noting he has the same giant Optimus head he would normally have if he was yeah. Voltron Optimus so Rodimus is an idiot anyway Ironhide then calls Optimus oh I, there was a bit where Scorponok was like I'm leaving you behind your dead weight but when Ironhide call, calls Optimus Scorponok's just hanging around him hasn't left him behind at all yeah and uh, Ironhide tells the other Autobots, you know, he, uh, he and Scorponok are on their way to Megatron because Scorponok can sense a large cache of Energon and they figure Megatron must be there. And then they all put it together. Scorponok is a Terracon, which changes absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but they act shocked about it. Anyway, uh, so then uh, Rodimus tells Prime that, uh, hey, you know what? Megatron just wants to fight you. He wants to go one-on-one. No shit. Um, and then he's like, I, I'll be your honest soldier. So he changed pretty quick as well. Yeah, until the mission's over, you're in charge. But man, he always was. <laughs> and again, the plan is simple, man. Destroy Megatron. But remember, he's mine, so why are you telling them the plan? If it's going to be yours, it should be, back me up until I get there, and then I'll destroy Megatron. But This might like, be, Paul, this may be the, the absolute record for shortest sentence in which somebody contradicts himself. Usually it takes two or three lines for them to get that circular logic of saying the opposite of what they started with. He does this in, like, six words. <laughs> and... This is so stupid. Rodimus and Hotshot separate because they're still power linked. And Rodimus tells Hotshot, stay close in case we need to link up again. Well, then just fucking link up again. And then they talk about that for 10 minutes. And then Optimus says, change of plans. Like he and Rodimus will go after Megatron. The rest of you go after, go help Alpha Q separate Unicron's head from his body. And all I could picture was them out there with like crowbars or something trying to pry this thing loose. <laughs> oh, fuck this show so hard, man. Fuck this show so hard. Uh, but then we, so we go out to space and Alpha Q is now a giant orb of red energon. And he's floating away from Unicron, and they're trying to, like, sneak this past Megatron. Yeah, because Kicker's like, man, slow down, or Megatron will detect what you're doing. And immediately Megatron detects what they're doing. (laughs) And Megatron has had enough for one day. He's going to destroy Unicron and everyone who dares challenge him, somehow without destroying himself at the same time, I guess. But then Scorponok comes through the wall. There was a line earlier where uh, Unicron says, 
kicker. I'm confused, and I have never related to a character in this show more than that <laughs> yes. r- that moment right there. Um, but yeah, yeah, Megatron's all hooked up to his the wires and the tentacle things. Um, and, and like when you said like he's going to destroy everything, and then Scorponok shows up and is going to challenge him, and somehow Alpha Q knows this is happening. Oh, I like how Megatron's like, oh, it's you, you traitor. And Scorponok's like, I've never betrayed anyone. I have always been loyal to Alpha Q. Like, it's not my fault. You've, I tricked you, right? But uh, Ironhide is here now, too, and Megatron tells Scorponok, like, okay, you want to scrap? You could beef with me? And boy, do they scrap. It wasn't a great fight. But it did have some of that brutality I do like to see in a good Decepticon fight. Well, yeah, Scorponok transforms and tries to sting Megatron, but Megatron just cuts his tail off. And Ironhide tries blasting Megatron, but he deflects the shots with a sword and then just blasts Ironhide back across the room. And then he rips Scorponok's arm off. It goes flying up in the air. Yeah. And runs. You see it spinning up in the air above them, yeah. And then he runs his big Megatron sword, saber, energon, star. I don't know what that sword is, but it's the green one. And he puts it right through Scorponok's gut. Oh, it is brutal. Like, it's right to the hilt, right through the Decepticon symbol. I think he even has a line about, uh, so how fitting that I'm, you know, destroying your Decepticon symbol, you traitor, or you betrayer, whatever you call it. And then after Scorponok has had his tail cut off, his arm cut off, and a mortal wound through the, it might even be the chest, Alpha Q decides, I should go back and help him. <laughs> yeah, he wants to do something to help him, but Kicker insists, you know, Scorponok's just trying to buy you time so you can get away. But yeah, Alpha Q turns the thing around and starts heading back. I, I don't think you got that Kicker line quite right, Paul. It was more like, this is a bad idea! I hate you! I hate everything about you! Why won't you listen to me? Ah, I want to do it! <laughs> and back with Megatron, he's got them both laid out now, and where was he before he was so rudely interrupted? He gets back over and gets his cables reconnected, but then Alpha Q's reasonable face gets on the phone and warns him that if he doesn't stop, Unicron will destroy him too. And then having already shot out a bunch of green energon, I guess he does it again. And this, okay, I'm not, I don't know what happened, but what I assume happened from the bad blocking and editing is that the green energon met the red energon and opened up a rift in space. Well, yeah, it's like the, the one reacts with the other because wasn't there that line before that energon repels energon and maybe this is what happens when there's a lot of it? I don't know. So this is but, this is the Transformers Galactic version of a vinegar and baking soda volcano. <laughs> And now Megatron has the most self-aware line in the show yet. This little story we're weaving has become quite intriguing. So in other words, <laughs> Shoji Tanoki and Akira Kea have no fucking idea where they're going with it. Like, it's so apparent they're making it up as they go along. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. So, oh yeah. So everything's getting sucked into this rift. And, um, oh, there was a bit where, um, oh, oh, it was Landmine Prowl and uh, who was the other one? Jetfire? Uh, or Hotshot, maybe. He's Hotshot, yeah. Uh, because they're trying to fly away. It's just sucking them in. And a big piece of rock or rubble slams into landmine. He starts flying towards it. And then, okay, fuck. I wanted this moment to happen. It didn't. Megatron and Ironhide square off. And there was... Like, okay, because Ironhide had been set up as this guy who just idolized Hotshot, and Hotshot, at least in Armada, was the one kind of lower, like, you know... He punched upward when he decked and punched out Megatron. Oh, yeah. He was absolutely the warrior of, of the Autobots. Yeah. And 
he proved himself and then Ironhide versus him. I was like, okay, this is your moment, Ironhide, to prove yourself and you fight Megatron. And even if it's like a Rocky moment, even if you get beat down, you'll have gone the distance. And at the end of the day, no, Optimus is here. Well, yeah, but Megatron does have a really cool line here. He's kind of like, don't worry, Autobot, nothing lives forever, not even us. And then as soon as he says that, he threatens to kill him after telling him they're both going to die anyway. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, now Super Thing is here. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he actually, he arrives, and Ironhide runs over him. He's like, okay, Ironhide, you go away. I think it's uh, Rodimus or whoever he's got, Prowl. He's like, um, uh, you you, uh, you leave now. And the first thing Ironhide does is d- refuse to follow orders. Yep. And then we see Demolisher and Snowcat getting sucked into this rift, whatever that is. And yeah. Prowl watches as Landmine keeps getting pulled into this whole new universe. And after he and Hotshot talk for half an hour, they power <laughs> link to try and save him. Which really just means they're going in after him. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then Alpha Q decides to flee. And then another face says, no, we have to end this. So they go through the rift, which doesn't end anything, except it causes Kicker to scream more than how could you do this? It's the stupidest thing ever. I want to <laughs> yeah. do it. I think Alf Q has a line kind of like, like, that's the whole point, man. We started this. We're going to finish it now. Fly the hell back to Earth where you belong. And back in Unicron's body, Mirage and Starscream fly in and transform and land next to Megatron. Megatron basically tells them, piss off. This is my fight. Yeah, which Optimus says as well. And we're set up for a great fight until Shockwave lands and threatens to, boom, no, he gets hit by an asteroid. Yes. That like was hilarious. Immediately smashed by this piece of flying debris and boom, he's out of here. Yeah. See ya. He's even yelling like, I didn't expect this to happen. <laughs> and rather than have it out here, Megatron invites Optimus to find him on the other side of the light. I think he says, and he, Mirage and Starscream fly off into this thing. Why? Like, he calls it his little universe what like you just bang two types of energon together and there's a giant <laughs> energy wave in space why do you think that it's like another little universe what the hell like that of all the not making sense thing in this things in this series that one ranks pretty high but yeah they fly off and then unicron gets sucked in after them and then so i think it's optimus jetfire inferno ironhide and rodimus are all just floating in space now yep and their next plan is simple they save the universe like- done easy Okay, <laughs> might need some more details on that, but yeah. Optimus has a special project for Ironhide. Go tell Cybertron, that planet right over there that saw all this happen, what happened. Yeah, because we also apparently don't have communicators, which we have had this entire series and every Transformers show ever. Uh, anyway, Kicker then calls, oh, oh, so they, yeah, they all go away aside from Ironhide, and then Kicker calls him, and Ironhide kind of brings him up to date, and Kicker yells, a lot, and Megan just laughs at him. And now RC and the Omnicon space bridge in, they're coming with, and Kicker isn't being left behind. Yeah, his new mission, okay, why not, is to follow Optimus through the rift, even though he was told to go back to Earth along with Ironhide, but fuck everything. We generally avoid the wiki until after a series, unless we need a voice actor's name or something, because it's full of spoilers. But for this one, I had questions, and it turns out it's just a very poorly translated episode, mostly because they didn't translate a goddamn thing. It's a mess. Nobody knows whether they're coming or going, and in some cases, literally whether they're coming or going. First Alpha Q flies the head away, then they fly it back. Megatron tells Ironhide they're both about to die, and then threatens to kill him. Optimus and Megatron are about to have it out, then Megatron 
Megatron changes his mind and flies away. If you read the Lost in Translation bit for this episode on the wiki, it makes a lot more sense. But what doesn't make sense, whether Japanese or English, is why did the Autobots follow Megatron into the hole in the universe? You've no idea what's going to happen if you fly in there. Besides, Megatron's gone. Unicron is gone. You were worried Unicron was going to explode anyway. Your problems are solved. You won. Unless they fly back out. But even then, you're no worse off than you were before. Just go back to Cybertron and keep an eye on it. No news is good news. Even if it is a gateway to another universe or dimension. Of- well, there's Danny. He's dead. Someone shot him in the face. It was me! Herman? Herman? Oh, it's you two dumb fucks. Say hi to the dumb fucks, Steve. Hi to the dumb fucks, Steve. Jesus Christ, Steve. Herman, we came all the way to Atlantic City to it's stop... It's Atlantic! Now's not the time. Shut up! Listen, I'm about to roll these dice and bet a full house on red or whatever the hell it was I said back in episode three. Paul, quick, do something with your magic cell phone. I'm pushing numbers as fast as I can. I'm still rolling. Push more buttons faster. The coordinates are set. I just need to transmogrify the flux capacitor. Still rolling. Hurry up, he's still rolling. There. What happened? The phone went into the future without us. Steve, let's go get drunk. Do they have banana daiquiris? What is it with you and banana daiquiris? Well, we blew it. Herman lost the Scorponok and the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show is done. We're finally free! Hey, you dope. Lou? Nah, I'm the fucking Pope. Get in! What's the plan, Lou? We're gonna use my car to travel through time and fix this whole mess. This car is a time machine? It's DeLorean. They all do that. Now, let me push this here button to make it like nothing bad ever happened and you two are still in the studio doing your little thing. It was kind of boring and dumb and and confusing. Like, how many times did we complain about somebody just changing their mind? Not just in this series, but like in this episode in particular. Well, yeah, it's like I said... I don't even think they had someone that spoke Japanese translate this thing. They just, either that or they watched it on mute because the kids were in bed or something. And they're like, oh, I think he's saying this. I think he's saying this. I'll just write that down. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and like a lot of it, it felt like moments where, um, you know, there was that, I think it was the last episode, there's that moment where Rodimus was saying to Optimus, hey, this isn't your personal war. There were a couple like big meetups. Um, there could have been more with Wingding, but he was just such a last minute addition that it felt like at, the, at this point, uh, Akira and Shoji are like, oh, what if what if we had have done this thing? Ah, fuck it, put it in anyway. But, yeah. but there's no buildup to it. Ah, who cares? It's not like two idiots are going to make a whole podcast around this. <laughs> Twenty years in the future. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know for for the um you know I don't know whether this is end of season one midpoint of the series. It's just kind of eh. Yeah. I, I will say this. They do paint a clear change of direction for the next 26 episodes. Whatever's in this rift, and I almost bet it's Galvatron. Ooh. Um, it, that, you know. <laughs> it's, it, it's definitely moving into, I guess it'd be Act 3 by this point, wouldn't it? I don't know. Like, of the whole uh, trilogy? No, just of Energon. Like, just where it, it started out and the whole thing was do this, and now we're going to do this. Yeah, and, uh... I don't know. 
I think we went through Act One, Two, and Three, and now we're in Act like M or X. <laughs> so look, that was the there. There you go. That was the uh, the last episode of uh, until we do the wrap up, which will be the next episode. Uh, and then if you want to find us before we do the wrap up, you can email the show at transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode. Keep on transforming! See you later. See, dear listener, likes nothing bad ever happened.